You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 21 of The Endless Party. Today is the Just Say No Party. Woohoo. And this episode is inspired by the work of one of our favorite authors, Stephen Covey. And it's based on the principle that we need to all make our internal yeses bigger than our noes. And what this means is that when you're reflecting on your life and the obligations you have, you need to make sure that your yeses or like the things that, you know, the, like the, that your values are aligned so that you can say no. I don't know if I explained that very I, good. I think it's totally fine. So I maybe try. I think <laughs> the biggest better. thing is that your core beliefs, your core values, everything that you are striving to accomplish, if it aligns with somebody, for example, if somebody asks you for a favor and if it aligns with your core values and, the, and you have the time to do so, then you can say yes. But you should also be unapologetically able to say no if it doesn't align with your values, your belief systems. Oh, yes. As yes. well as if it conflicts with your overall goal and aspiration in life. Yes. Okay. Now that Elijah was talking about it, I think I can explain it better. So you need to, for example, you need to first be true to your dreams and passions and you need to say yes to those first. And once you have those in alignment, then it makes it far easier to say no because the yes of the things you're really going to work on and really going to, you know, like prioritize are going to be far more important than the other, 100%. than other obligations. Yeah. 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 And so that's like the whole premise behind this. We actually just had a long week last week because we said yes to a lot of things on a lot of people. And it was actually a good thing in some ways. In some ways, we were able to implement what we strive to teach all of you as well as teach ourselves. And it can be hard to do so. But we took this last week and we found that us saying yes actually put off our obligations towards our bigger and better ideals that we have for ourselves. And so we need to definitely find a balance to do that. And part of that is saying no. And part of that is being able to structure our own lives and our own selves in a better way so that we're able to accomplish our goals as well as help other people when needed. Because right. there's, there's other times that it's like, it's, it's kind of like the old saying, God helps those that help themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying neglect other people or like put them off, but I am saying like you are just as valuable and you are just as important, if not more important, than those other people that you're striving to help. Because it's, it's like that old saying too. It's like you can't draw from an empty pot. Right. Right? Like if you yourself aren't full and like in the right mindset, in the right emotional state, then it's not going to value anybody for you to go and help them. 
Yeah, you're not going to be very helpful. No. You'll probably not have a great attitude. You'll be sluggish. You'll be, your heart won't be in it. And so it's what, I just think you're way more effective when you have a full pot to give. Yes, and yes. the only way that you can do that is you have to fill your pot You have to prioritize yourself. yourself. And you have to prioritize yourself. And it's, and it's not in a selfish way. No, it's, it's actually not. in a very unselfish way, right? It's like very selfless because by doing so, you'll be more equipped to help other people. Yeah. And Covey says that when we align our decisions based on our internal unchanging value system, then our yes or purpose for living will impact every decision that we make. Uh-huh. And so, for example, let's just throw out an example say you're a mom you have five kids your husband's at work and the neighbor calls and she's like hey can you do this whole big thing tonight right can you come help me for two hours to do this project and you reflect on your values and you reflect on the five kids who need you at home and your husband who needs you need you need to spend time with and maybe deep down you're like actually this is not gonna work out this is not what's best for me and my family and so you tell her no yeah or it could be that you're like actually my day is scheduled as such that I can go and be of service but you need to be able to like have the emotional intelligence to read that situation and like make the decision based on your internal values right like don't bite off more than you can chew for one thing because then at the end of it all i mean if you go against your inner values it starts to erode you yeah it really starts to hurt you because then all of a sudden at the end of the day you're like oh i should have done this oh i shouldn't have done this oh i should have done that it is better for you to just follow suit on your own values and like align other things with your values so that at the end of the day, you have complete peace of mind knowing that you did everything that you could to one, be the best person you could be as well as help everybody that you could. Yes, and I think as Christians, sometimes this principle is really tricky because as Christians, we're all striving to be like Christ and Christ was the most service-oriented you know, selfless, selfless individual, and we're told to be like him. But something that we have to remember is Christ was often alone. Yeah, he often left the scene and had to go take time for himself to rejuvenate and rebuild. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important to remember that he actually couldn't be around 24 seven to serve and heal and help all these people he had to he had to leave well what was he was it, half what's, mortal yeah what's to. interesting about it as well though right if you think about it with with jesus christ a lot of us think that being christ-like means that we should be a pushover like in all reality right when we look at so many people even with our, in our own church or even other denominations and other church and other religions people think all of a sudden like oh, I'm being Christ-like when I just like help as much as possible. Even if I'm on my last straw, I still help. And that's not what being Christ-like means. No. You know, being Christ-like actually means having the emotional intelligence to be able to say no, to be able to recognize what is truly important and what, where people actually need you. I mean, back to that mother example. Mm-hmm. 
Helping that neighbor is a very nice thing to do, but who knew you most? Those little kids. It's a five yay who's the running around your house. Ye- yeah, and you're the <laughs> husband that's working hard every day, right? It's like, yes, help that neighbor if time permits and if you don't neglect other responsibilities. But there are times I'm sure we could even find in the Bible. I mean, I'm not a scriptorian by any means. I've read the Bible a few times. But when I look at it, it's like I am nearly, if not, I no, I'm positive that Christ put off other things for better things. Yes, and that's also really, that's that's a great point too, that you need to establish what is good and you need to differentiate between what is good and what is best. It is a good thing to serve your neighbor. It is the best thing to take care of your family and maintain those relationships and make sure that they are receiving you know, your full capacity. Mm-hmm. But it's a great thing to help your family, to help your neighbors, to serve those around you. But the best thing, I mean, and that just, I mean, and this is all a reflection of mine and Elijah's values, but the best thing for us is to take care of our family, the relationships within our home, the relationships that we want to keep oh, yeah, precious absolutely. forever. Well, I look at it this way, right? Like so many people in life, treat the people that they say they love the most the the poorest yeah right like if you look at marriages and things <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you guys like there are some shocking statistics out there that it's like 50 percent of marriages fail and of those 50 percent 80 percent of those marriages are unhappy that leaves 20 percent of the 50 percent that stayed together happy <laughs> right and it's like why because that 80 percent they disregard each other they treat each other poorly you know and so if you look at that and it's like why are mine and meg's values so focused on our marriage and on our children is because that's the highest priority to us that's what we think is best right and that's that that and that can be just our opinion you know i'm not we're not trying to say tell you what your values are but what we are saying is Really just try to find out what is best for you and your values and your family and your children and whatever situation that you are going through currently in life, you need to find out what is best for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think a, another principle in this is while we're telling you guys that you need to say no, it's really hard to say no. Yeah, it's not it, easy. It's really Especially hard to, to say no. Especially to people that you love and care about. Especially to people that you love and you care about and to people who you really feel are, you know, that you want to love and serve. It's really hard to say no. But something that I think was beautiful in this principle is that it's okay to unapologetically say no. And what that means is I feel like in our society, it's like, hey, I'm sorry I can't be there because I have this, 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 and this. You know, one, we always are sorry that we have to say no. And two, we have to come up with these grand excuses for why we can't be there. But all that really has to say, like, for example, say we got asked to participate in a cause that was really good, but it just wasn't what was best for us at the time. Mm -hmm. That's when you can, you know say to the person you know what I'm so honored that you thought of me but for a number of reasons this just isn't going to work so I'm going to have to tell you no but thank you for thinking of me and Mm -hmm. that's all that really has to be said you know 
instead of being like you don't like you don't have to be you don't have to apologize for prioritizing your values and the things that are the best things for you you don't have to be sorry about that it's actually been pretty cool because we've been able to implement this into our own lives and it doesn't make no like easy but it does make it easier it makes it easier and you know what it actually I think the other person on the other end respects it more. Usually, yeah. Than that, having that's what an, we an found, excuse, than sure. having sorry. If you're just completely honest and you're like, actually, this just isn't going to work. I mean, for example, Meg at the beginning of our dating. So I would call her quite often. And if she missed my call, she would call me back. And all of a sudden, she'd just be like, hey, sorry, I missed your call. Yeah. She never gave me an excuse. She never gave me a reason. She never gave anything. She's like, oh, I missed your call. Yeah. Like, I'm here now. Right. And it's it's kind of just that same understanding that it's like, look, like she was busy and she didn't have to disclose as to why or anything of the sort. I mean, I don't know what it is within human nature that we think, and maybe it's not human nature. Maybe it's just a learned skill. And it's not a good skill, but it's just a learned thing. Because like if somebody, for example like can't make it to a party they give a number of excuses and then they say sorry and it's like you don't have to be sorry like obviously the the thing that you're going to because you're missing my party is more important to you than my party which is fine that's okay (laughs) that's totally fine and actually like meg said we've found that people respect it more when you're just like actually it's not gonna work for us thank you for thinking of us but it's just not gonna happen yeah, and people people are so receptive to that because I think the worst thing that sometimes we all di- we're all guilty of is we're dishonest in our nose and we yes. tell those little white lies, you know. Oh no, this isn't gonna work, and then you lie as to why it won't, and those little white lies always come back to haunt you. Well, they actually eat at your and values. they eat at you. Yeah, they eat at your character. They destroy your character slowly, but. They you, do. S- you said this in another podcast episode, but isn't it that it's just as easy to tell the truth as it is to lie? Yeah, yeah they're both habit-forming. They're both habit-forming. So if you start to lie, it's very, very easy to lie. But then if you start to tell the truth, it's very, very easy to tell the truth. They're both habit-forming. Right. And I think the thing, too, it's, so just to like reaffirm what we're talking about, it is so okay and it is not rude to be completely honest and unapologetic as to why you are saying no. And it takes a lot of courage to do so. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it also takes a lot of self-development because what you're saying is, you know, I recognize that I'm worth something. My dreams, my passions, and my values matter. And because of this, and because of what I believe in, and because I believe in myself, I know I'm worth it, and I'm going to say no. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to develop within yourself, I think, before you can say no and practice the habit i mean practice makes yeah no absolutely like you just put you just have to implement it and like you'll see the results Mm -hmm. sweet well i think that's really everything that we wanted to cover today um please let us know what you guys think maybe we're completely off base but i think we're pretty on track um, and let us know if you've actually implemented this in your own life. We would love to hear about your stories and your experiences on how you've been able to say no 
and what's yes. made it not only like easier but also habit forming yeah um, absolutely we also, would love to hear from you guys yeah and also go check out our other platforms on pinterest and instagram you know we'd love to hear from you directly so please reach out to us yep right now we're in the uh we post ep- new episodes every monday and thursday mm-hmm. And so we are on those platforms on Mondays and Thursdays as well. So those would be a great place, you know, for us to hear from you, to yep. hear your comments. And Absolutely. We would love to do so and love to interact. So there you go. Sweet. All right. Thanks, guys. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to The Endless Party. Please feel free to join us over at our website, theendlessparty.com, for more of our content. Also, We would love to hear from you. Leave some comments and let us know what you're interested in us talking about. Seriously, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, whatever it is the platform says to do so that we can keep partying together.